Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex. Two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. Welcome back to the gang, to the vibes, to the tribe, to hey, the hey, community. Hey. Oh, my gosh. This big is ups, the best ups. part of our week, just getting to sit down and connect with you all. So I hope that you guys are doing well. How's Q2 going? Like, let, let's uh, keep it a bug. Boo, let's Q2. keep it a bug. Ew. I know. All right. How how is everyone's vision boards? <laughs> how is the are the vacations booked? Are the vacations booked? More importantly, are we? Yeah. What is in her cup? What is in her cup today? Are we experiencing hot girl summer? Are we experiencing a boot up summer? Like, can both simultaneously exist? We are two truths kind of girlies. These are the answers I need. Y'all to answer for me. Why don't you lead us off with what is the what is the summer vibes, Missy? That's why I'm trying to have this collective board <laughs> meeting. I need us to all collectively decide. She like, said we're in session. We're in right, session right exactly. Now. Like, are we? I think it's going to be a little bit of both ends. I think. Yeah. It, I think it's going to. I don't think people are are going to be outside outside like that. Listen, it's a recession, baby girl, and that's exactly what I was going to get into. Like my pockets. You get to a certain point in adulthood, right? Where you're just like, can we sustainably keep doing what we doing, right? Can we? Can Can we? we? Will we? Oof. And if you ask me on maybe, you know, a Tuesday or Wednesday, my answer might be different on a Friday or Saturday (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. But I think that it's going to be one of those summers where I like stay inside. I'm not saying staying inside now, but like, yeah, I'm going to be grinding a little bit. Like, Okay, y'all heard it here first. We got one for the grinding. Listen, we going to have to play this back. I already freaking <laughs> know. She's going to be, Lex is going to be like, you remember what you said that one episode? <laughs> y'all Luckily literally, these are my hopes. These are my hopes and dreams yeah. because things are just, when did meals start costing on an average 20, upwards of $20? Listen, and I need I need a side as well. Like I'm not I need my drink on the side. When did the combo start costing upwards of twenty dollars? When y'all like when we tell y'all that this is an authentic community, you're witnessing the growth right here, mm. right now. Because those who have been rocking with us since day one know that she has never been a penny pincher. So who knew all it took was a recession in a year of adulthood. That got her over here like boop 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 doesn't math is not mathing the math when (laughs) the budget just i and you know i'm all for having a good time don't get me wrong like i i'll spend the flight money quickly the first one in the group chat okay (laughs) to to do that literally i'm definitely the last um and it's funny because you actually have the money to spend i think you just get to a point in life She's like, I'm broke, y'all. <laughs> Don't come asking me for no money. <laughs> I literally have nothing. Not a penny to my name. Not a penny to my... No, listen, y'all. I just... I've gotten to a point, and this is kind of leading me into my Pulse check, where 
the summer um, fit wardrobe is really like calling my name where I've given so much of my stuff away. And I and I I like Yeah, you didn't even let me look at it because I just needed it out. I get I told you I was giving it away and you need to like catch me right before. But I digress. That's something we gonna have to talk about later. (laughs) I gave so much of my stuff away and now I'm like, okay, well, I need a new wardrobe. And I'm like, okay, well, how does this fit into my, you know, dreams of summer? Because like I could revamp my wardrobe or I could, you know, f- go on vacation. Go on a trip. Yeah. But I can't do both. And usually when I go on vacation, it's automatic. I'm getting like a whole set, a whole Sounds collection sense. of clothes. <laughs> So needless I can hear to the, say, I can hear the conversation while she's online shopping while we're watching a show being like, I should get shoes, right? Like if yeah. I'm going to get all of these outfits, like I should just get shoes, right? And the answer is always yes. And she's like, she's like, where'd you get those shoes that you? <laughs> yes. Like I'm trying to look bad when I'm on vacation yeah. as we all should. That's yeah. what I want for us. But I'm like, and this is interesting because we talk about sustainability and like eco-friendly and everything and I haven't been like a fast fashion girl but like my pockets are you know more on the on lines of fast fashion (laughs) and it's like I'm trying to I'm really trying to stay strong I'm really trying to stay strong for the eco-friendly baddies that's so true but Um, the the things that the staples that you have gotten are solid like especially for your winter and all those other sectors i'd be wearing it till it's tore up yeah so as my mother would say toe up toe the flow up we do what we can and i hope that y'all are trying to figure out what your summer vibe is as it's approaching like that's why i'm trying to have this board meeting y'all literally dm me like text me like whatever the case is let me know what the vibe is yeah and i'll match it i feel like i i kind of know what my vibe is but Mm. once the plans are secured i will let y'all know the plans are not secured yet so i can't things (laughs) underneath the radar once everything is set and i'm actually come back from vacation (laughs) then i will let you guys know uh what i did and where i was and all that but until that's actually happened then no i'm trying to i'm trying to stick around i'm trying to stick around but i want a very i want it i want a nice I want a nice summer. Lexi's like, I'm going on vacation. I'm not telling nobody where no, I'm really? going. Honestly, like solo trip. Honestly, I don't even think I have for at least the summer months. I have a lot of stuff planned in the fall time, but I'll be in Texas in May. And then once I come back, I should be just chilling for June and July, which will be really nice. I love summer in North Carolina. Like it's my favorite. So yeah, it's giving, you know, I love my summer concerts. Yeah. Like I just love, I love all of that. So I'll definitely be around. She got a little granola side to her. If y'all haven't been able to tell. I do. I literally did. I bought a like hammock, Mm -hmm. like not an Eno, but a hammock. And I'm very excited about that. Like you're excited to do like the hiking and all of the, all of the saxophone concerts. And I'm like, "Hmm, what we going to get into? (laughs) I love a summer, summer morning, summer evening, like right before it gets like scorching. Mm, That's like my fave. That's your crux. Yeah. And I will be outside. I have made a commitment to myself that North Carolina has so much incredible hiking that I never take advantage of besides like my two favorite hiking spots. Yeah. And so that is where I will be is on my hiking. So. Yo, I love how different our vibes are. They're complimentary. They're so complimentary. And the thing is, is we still get down with each other's mm-hmm. vibe. And then we have our full send for 
for ourselves. So it's a nice little balance. One thousand percent. Giving a little yin and yang. Mm hmm. Well, now that we've gotten into our pulse check, let's just get straight into the conversation because there's so many themes that we love to dive into when it comes to this concept of working in harmony within our interpersonal relationships and within our romantic relationships, within our colleague work relationships. And we're all about sharing the wealth and the knowledge around just elevating our self-awareness and Mm -hmm. consciousness for how we can just be better for one another. Well, I think one of the most common questions that we get from people is kind of the how, like we Mm -hmm. talked about the what all the time, the different types of mindsets, the different practices you can have. And then people are just like, how? And for most of you all who are here know that uh, being committed to this type of lifestyle of living in flow and this type of cultivating harmony and peace in your life is not just, you know, crossing the finish line. It really is a practice. It's Mm. something that we want to live into. It's the Mm -hmm. types of communities that we want to build. We want to see it show up in our professional life and all of our relationships. So I think this conversation is really great because it gives us a little touch point of saying, how is this really landing in my practice and changing the way that I'm showing up in spaces because what we're going to be talking about today is just really the narratives and stories we tell ourselves which seems really really broad but we often I think have been meditating recently on just how much your subconscious is on go all the time and um, there's a lot of books and psychologists who talk about this that like we really as complex individuals as we are we kind of only have two modes of thinking, which is like our explicit and our implicit and our implicit is that like subconscious and it's just going all day long. Right. And so we're making sense of the world around us. I often kind of say like our mind is a meaning making machine. And so if we're not conscious of the stories we're telling ourselves day in, day in and day out within relationships, we might actually miss that opportunity to put into practice a lot of these intentions and lifestyles and mindsets that we know will help us achieve our ultimate goal of living a life in flow. So we kind of wanted to spend some more time diving into the complexities of how do you even unpack the narratives, these stories we tell ourselves or we're ingesting being told to us and how that shapes our own understanding. So we're taking a, a, a bite out of a big conversation, but I think it's just kind of following in a direction that we've been getting closer and closer to. So I'm super pumped about this. So tell me a little bit about like how you understand narratives and the stories you tell we tell ourselves or have been told to us. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me growing up, I kind of had this idea that I was supposed to be this, you know, extracurricular like well-rounded creative like having all of the things and I think as black women as black people we're told all the time you have to be twice as good you Mm -hmm. have to reach these certain uh heights to have value Mm -hmm. and so that's the way that I really navigated the world I saw my value in these very capitalistic structures of figuring out okay can I go to the best college can I be involved in the best activities like the value and again I've talked about this on the podcast it's not until you have one of those moments where you literally crash and burn where you then realize okay how am I coming how am I showing up in the world and also how am I being perceived Mm -hmm. um, within the world? And I think for me, it really takes, um, yeah, those still moments to understand 
who you are and what your values are to be able to navigate um, these situations with men or with other people that might have power and they're telling you who you are and they're Mm -hmm. telling you that you can or can't do something. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was all about setting the boundaries and understanding who I am so I could like not absorb what other people were telling me because Mm -hmm. I remember there was this one situation with this guy. He told me I was too much. Like he was just like, you're too, you know, you're just too much. Like you ask too many questions and I'm someone that I like really absorb what people tell me about myself because I want to walk throughout life with the best intentions. So in a romantic and vulnerable situation where somebody's telling you, "Mm, you're just, you're too much. It can be really easy to internalize that and uh, change yourself to better suit what society wants you to do or what that one person is telling you to do. And um, I took it to heart at the time. And then luckily I had like a community of people around me to kind of get me out of that negative space to be like, girl, like the best part of you is that you ask a lot of questions that you're interested. Um, But it's all about the framework in which you digest what other people push onto you that then dictate how you show up in the world. Yeah. Which just shows the power of Mm -hmm. these narratives, you know, whether they're intended for our success or not, Yeah, just how they're shaping and can shape. They don't have to, but have the potential to shape your self-perception of yourself, how you interact with spaces. And I think a lot of people have probably stories similar to that of a remark from somebody kind of being so influential in their life that, but also leading to their kind of Mm self-discovery as they you know put that under a microscope and interrogate it a little bit more and it either raining true or raining not and I think sometimes if we're not mindful of all of the different players in life you might be a part of somebody's narrative or counter narrative whether or not you intended to or not absolutely because sometimes that idea of oh, you're too much, well, probably your presence is a threat to somebody else's own self-perception. And I think black women get caught up in that a lot. Um, And we have to be mindful that the narratives that we're choosing for ourselves aren't even in a place that it's birthed in that opposition. Mm -hmm. So I think even sometimes the kind of, oh, like I'm going to be everything against a narrative that's, you know, supposed on me isn't even our truest self. Absolutely. And I think that's a hard thing to reckon with when you're caught up in that kind of mess of things. Hey, y'all. Let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this. Gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle. Just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from, and the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. 
So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. Yeah, and I think a lot of creatives also talk about like this cyclical and metamorphic um, blooming of when they drop a new project and Mm -hmm. it might not be the same type of project that they've dropped in the past. I'm specifically thinking about like Tyler, the creator Mm -hmm. where he has had all of these different stages of his creativity, but yet people still are holding on to narratives from the past and being like, well, no, like you need to still be this flower boy or you, you still need to like drop things like cherry bomb and, when those narratives that you've then left in the past keep following you and people try to drag you back, like you literally have to set such strict boundaries and also just know that it's okay to not return back to those things just because it felt comfortable. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, you're such a content creator and you, you, you know, you're all of these things. And to me, the way that I make sense of, that my creativity is not necessarily through content creation. Like that might be a form in which I do that, Mm -hmm. but that's not like the entirety of who I feel like I am. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, the way that I try to make sense of it is taking what I want and leaving what I don't want. Mm, That's a really great, Mm -hmm. something tangible to take away from that is that we don't have to accept those narratives as ours because we can't, necessarily stop them from existing absolutely exactly and I think as meta as that idea of kind of thinking critically about like the kind of profession or energy that you're stepping into it also shows up just in very tiny interactions Mm -hmm. um Liv knows this not only am I communicative I'm probably veer on hyper communicative just because I don't think it goes wrong (laughs) yeah yeah but, you know, there's been times that I've come to live in frustration or a depth, a spectrum of emotions saying like, hey, from interactions that we've been having, this is now the story I'm telling myself about how I feel like the situation is perceived or your your actions towards me, like help me make sense of this. And so I also think that not only interrogating the narratives that we're maybe getting on a societal level is really important in how we're interacting with it in our own evolution, but also unpacking the narratives that we have in our interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. Because if there's narratives that we form without that clarity, then what happens is we truly full send into that. Absolutely. And our mind will just go so quickly that without my intent always I could have oh my gosh Liv's so upset with me and you know she doesn't want to talk to me because this and the other and then all of a sudden I'm having a whole nother experience and that actually creates division amongst us right so I think interrogating these narratives and asking for that clarity around what was what it was intended from this narrative who benefits from this narrative was it you know what part of it do I agree with do I not agree with is also part of our liberation in saying, okay, I'm stepping beyond these constraints that might be imposed on me and seeking a higher level of understanding and curiosity. And it's in those moments you actually create opportunity for bonding and for 
like visioning. forgiveness as yeah. well just all just the spectrum of things that really are core to building relationships and and kind of creating strong foundations because nine times out of ten you bring that to the person and they're like oh I didn't really mean for that or yeah. I my reaction was actually a reaction based off a story I was telling myself right and exactly. so I think we can really all spend some moments and ask ourselves like what are some stories we're either telling about ourselves or about other people or situations that we might be beholden to in ways that we didn't even realize it for sure. And I think to that piece of having to come to the person that you may be experiencing a different <laughs> like thought about it. I, I was reflecting on just the fact that my parents didn't argue in front of me growing up. I think that that's 1000% led to the fact of led to my non-confrontation because I, didn't see them like health in a healthy way have conflict con- conflict but or it's like if, if i just take that and i'm like i'm non-confrontational and then i like <laughs> take that throughout the rest <laughs> of my life like can you imagine how miserable not only i would be and everyone around me just being yeah. like well i guess i'm just non-confrontational i guess i'm just a capricorn i guess i'm just a you know like there's it's, it's so one easy it's so easy to just blame it and like be like i'm not gonna change yeah because that's just the narrative i was told and yeah. that's been my experience but i hope that people i hope that we create a community where like we go deeper yeah. and we like literally take a hammer to glass and we're like no we're not doing this anymore And I, when you say that about like the type of community that we're building here, I do want it to be clear as an, as an example, the narrative that we want to be committed to building with the black girl flow community Mm -hmm. is one that does push against those stereotypes and expectations for black women to fit in one, one degree or another degree on the opposite Mm -hmm. end of what society deems and that when we take control of our narrative and we actually hold space for ourselves that's centered in peace and living in flow and being in community that we actually create a new narrative and that is technically an act of resistance against all of these systems so I want to be clear that we're putting that into practice in that interpersonal workings and also on that systemic level and I just want to invite more people to be along with us in that commitment to one not only investigating the narratives we hold in and of ourselves and the relationships but also being committed to buying into a new narrative that actually can be a part of our liberation in a really deep and beautiful way. And such a brave thing to it do. It is. Oh my gosh, it makes me want to hold your hand. <laughs> it's so oh brave. Because it's, it's again, when we have all of these institutions yeah. working together to create this narrative that, ah, like, you're not enough or that you need to be doing this to have value. And or then, you need to be a Beyonce. Or, you or we also be- have black men also in the fold. That's the story for a different day. <laughs> Puts pin in. Puts literal <laughs> pin. It's like, wow, black women, we got to stick together and we got to do what we can to support one another and create space for all of the layers mm-hmm. that we hold and going against the grain. So. Yeah. Point blank, period. Yes. Meditate on that. Really ask yourself. We want to hear what some of those stories, whether they've been of service to you or disservice Mm -hmm. to you. 
And I, I have a feeling that we're going to keep coming back to this this year of this mm-hmm. idea of these narratives and stories because I think there's a lot of messages we're getting constantly. And I want to have a community that we can keep coming back to and saying, who's benefiting from this? How can we change it? And being committed to just really evaluating that being a hundred percent our most authentic self yes oh, doesn't that sound good it really does it just feels like we oh, really about it we, we really about, about it. it i love that for us guys big ups, y'all big ups. Alrighty. well with that being said we leave you all with peace with love and with blessings bye, we'll see y'all. you guys next time bye All right, that wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the key keys. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.